0: Corner, sponsored in part by Rudy's Hideaway, Rancho Cordova. Over the years, there have been political hacks, immoral scallywags, and outright thieves leading our 50 states. And outside of waiting till they term out, or sadly, political assassination, the way Kentucky Governor Bill Goble left office in 1900, the only way to end their in-office tyranny would be to recall them. But not every state has that procedure on the books, and voters in the 20 that do have found that breaking up is hard to do. It's only happened twice. North Dakota voters sent Lynn Frazier packing in 1921, and California showed Gray Davis the door in 2003. Well, shaky as the national effort may be, the latest polls show it's even Bunny that Gavin Newsom's first agenda item on September 15th could be a call to allied van lines. A simple majority, something north of 50% of those voting yes on the question of removing him from office, and Gavin will go. Love him or hate him, Newsom has been a political lightning rod. He'll tell anyone who'll listen, among them Senator Elizabeth Warren and Newsom's auntie, the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, that the recall effort is nothing but a plot by, quote, dangerous Trump partisans who demonize California's people and values. Well, that handful of partisans has convinced at least 2 million of the demonized to sign on to the Get Gavin Out movement. Win or lose, the state will spend $276 million on the recall effort. It is a scandalous amount of money. Or is it? California cons pummeled the EDD out of a billion dollars or more in benefits under Gavin's watch. Without even a text to legislators, he ordered massive supplies of masks and other PPP, wiring nearly a billion dollars to a company that made large contributions to his first campaign. And he cut $150 million for firefighting protection while allowing early parole to many of the inmates who otherwise would be on the fire lines this summer. Losing Newsom falls under the heading of addition by subtraction. The recall is a two-part ballot deal. Part one, should the governor stay or go? Simple as that. If the yeas have it, Gavin's gone, and we move on to question two. If the nays prevail, Newsom's our alleged leader at least through 2022. Should the recall prevail, it gets interesting. Voters will be charged with voting for one of 46 candidates. Some have political experience. Most don't. One of the most experienced ex-Congressman Doug Osi left the race after suffering a heart attack. The gubernatorial wannabes include several ex-politicians, one woman who used to be a man, a bunch of people who few voters have ever heard of, some who've declined to supply their views on any issue, and in some cases failed to provide a photo or party affiliation for the voter guide. That would be Larry Elder, a conservative talk show host who's making California's political and media regulars anywhere from scared to outraged is using what I'll call the prevent offense. He's sitting on his lead, knowing a little as 10% of the vote will be enough to make him Governor Elder. After a couple of brief meetings with the editorial boards of the state's major urban newspapers earlier this summer, Larry has put the lid on it, no longer taking questions from reporters and refusing to participate in any of four sanctioned debates that drew some of his opponents. He's refused to turn over his tax returns and, without giving a number, states that his income derives from his own company, Lawrence A. Elder and Associates, which could be a clearinghouse for his Salem Radio salary, commercial endorsements, speaking fees, and who knows what else. Well, his CPA, but he's not talking. Tipped by one opponent last week that there may be more than one skeleton hanging in the elder closet, I did a little digging. Conclusion? Conclusion. Larry is playing rope-a-dope. Several publications list Elder's net worth at $16 million, but I can't find any supporting documents. Another publication claims Elder has only been married once, back in 2014, to a conservative commentator named Alexandra Datig, who also lobbies for the cannabis industry. The Swiss-born Datig, I found, out, was also a high-priced hooker who helped convict her ex-employer, one Heidi Fleiss. This week, she denied ever-marrying elder, claiming she broke off the engagement in 2015, alleging that he was a heavy consumer of cannabis who once pulled a gun on her. Something less than the sworn testimony of Mother Teresa, but maybe a good reason for Larry to keep his lip zipped and sit on that lead. Watch for September to remember. Now this. If you've got a craving for great seafood, prime rib, and convivial cocktails, you ought to head to Rudy's Hideaway. You'll find it off Highway 50 in Hazel in Rancho Cordova, Rudy's has the best selection and the freshest seafood in town. Whole lobster, lobster tail, jumbo shrimp and crab. And for meat lovers, Rudy's has you covered with delicious slow-roasted prime rib. And to accompany your feast, a great selection of California wines, craft beers, and cocktails. Want to bring Rudy's fine seafood to your home or business? Ask about Rudy's on Wheels, our food truck that can make your next party or event, well, off the hook and rudy's is your one stop for catering a large or small crab feed rudy's hideaway has offered the sacramento region's best seafood for 40 years and it's better than ever rudy's hideaway lobster house and bar 916-351-0606 916-351-0606 thanks for listening to crane's corner news and comment if you like our short messages you love our full-length podcast, so be sure to subscribe, like, and give us a positive review. And thanks again for listening to Cranes Corner. I'm Ed Crane.